Cozy up, mamas. It's story time. She had turned the soft, sensual music down low, lit some candles, wore her sexy underwear, started kissing and touching her partner. About 30 seconds in, realized she's feeling a bit tired, thinking maybe she'd rather sleep than make love, wondering how long it'd be before she could pass out for the day. But she pushed through anyway to fulfill her weekly wifely duty. Two minutes in, as her partner went down on her, she started thinking, gee, am I taking too long? Five minutes in, the thought crosses her mind. Ah, I forgot the flower. I need to add that to the shopping list. Seven minutes in, she's feeling some pleasure. She's connecting. She's getting into it. And right when she's about to have the big O, the thought crosses her mind. Why do my breasts look like that? Gosh, I wish they weren't so saggy. Meanwhile, completely losing touch with the pleasure she was previously experiencing while her partner pleasantly finishes. Does any part of this lovemaking journey sound familiar to you? Not quite the sensual, erotic journey that you would love to be experiencing, huh? Well, I know that this is a common story. I hear it all the time. While it's totally made up, and this isn't the story of our guest speaker in particular, I tell you the story because it might as well be every woman on the planet. Being stuck in your head is the number one complaint I hear amongst you. Being in your head, you know what? It's great for achieving and accomplishing all the things in life, but it's also the exact conditioning that keeps you from experiencing epic sex and orgasms. Today, I brought on Michelle, a centrally embodied woman graduate, to share her story of how she went from being perpetually in her head to becoming a multi-orgasmic mama. In this episode, you're going to learn how the Centrally Embodied Woman program helped her spice things up after being married for 14 years, how learning to feel her feelings helped her become multi-orgasmic, the one practice that helped her get past overwhelm, stress, and perfectionism, and helped her to get into her body instead and how she's finally receiving the type of turn-on she's always wanted but didn't know how to express before the program. Enjoy, Hot Mama, and if you feel the call and you want to be our next success story, head to the link in show notes to apply for the Centrally Embodied Woman program yourself. See you there. Bye. This is the Multi-Orgasmic Mama, the podcast for high-achieving moms to have sex worth putting the energy in for. I'm Tilly Storm, a holistic sex and intimacy coach, and it's my mission to help you want to want sex again, to have better orgasms, and to feel confident and sexy so you experience more pleasure in the bedroom and beyond. Welcome back to the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast, lovelies. Today we have Michelle, who is essentially embodied woman graduate here to share her experience with you. Hi, Michelle. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I'm so excited to have you share with everyone about your experience doing sexuality work, doing the type of work we do here and at the Multi-Orgasmic Mama. So I would love to hear just a little bit about you, a little bit about your background, anything that you feel comfortable sharing. So let's see, I'm a 40 year old woman. I am a nurse. It's been a rough couple of years 
the last couple of years for nursing, but um, this year I took on a new role as a school nurse. I have two children. They're five and seven and they're fantastic, but definitely keep me busy. And also I have been married and with my husband for about 14 years now. He's great. Big reason why I wanted to join the program is just to kind of spice things up a little bit. I was kind of after children. I had a, I just didn't really have any desire and I was ready to make that step just with everything in my life happening all at once. I felt like I needed to do something to make it better and make changes. Yes. As is many moms with small children, <laughs> it's hard <laughs> to keep up and to keep, stay connected to yourself during that time for sure. I'm wondering like, what were the main things that really drew you to the program? Like when you found out about this, what was it that made you think, Hmm, I need to do this. <laughs> yeah. So it was a random mom's group I found. And one of the postings happened to be about lack of desire, especially after having babies and everything she had written in the post. I was like, yes, that's me. Like, I just felt like I wanted to, but I didn't have any desire to like it. Once I was in it and doing it, sex was great, but I just had no urge to do it. And I was fine without having it. And I knew that wasn't where I wanted to be in life. (laughs) Um, And then somebody on the comments, I was just kind of curious what other women were saying. And somebody had posted your, your name and said, she's amazing. Check her out. So I did, I was like, Oh, who's this Tilly storm person. And then from there, I listened to your podcasts on and off through, I think I had found out about you a year or so before I even went to book the call. So I would kind of went through your podcasts um, lists and anything that I found interesting, I just kind of listened to and everything, especially your graduates from. So mm-hmm. I identified with so many things that they were saying. And then the emails that you had sent out really made me finally book the call was missing out on those small moments, especially with your kids, because all of that really does tie in together. Um, it's not just sex. It's all the little moments in life that I'm missing out on pleasure. And I have a really great life, but I just knew that I could enjoy it more, but I didn't know how. And after hearing a few of your graduates and some of the topics that you've talked about, uh, it just, I identified with it so much. And I was like, I want to do more with, with my life and enjoy it and really feel those pleasures. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember you also just sharing in the beginning about the anxiety and overwhelm that you often felt, especially being a school nurse at the time and mm-hmm. all of those feelings of just like, what do I do with all of this? You know, <laughs> tell me a little bit about yeah. Yeah, I think I joined back in January and that was probably the most stressed out I have been in a long time, if not ever all at once. And it was a, there was a lot going on. I feel like I've been overwhelmed and anxious pretty much my entire life, but I didn't realize what was a what was making me feel that way? Like I knew I just was, and I kind of accepted that I was. And then COVID this year was horrible learning how to navigate and as the nurse and having to like talk to all the families. And I was just taking on so much more than I normally did. And I just didn't know how to work with it. I didn't know where to put it. I just was losing my mind. I was crying almost daily. (laughs) 
I knew I couldn't continue like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I finally, and it was your last, that email that I was just like, okay, it's time. Let's book a call. Cause, um, I think I had tried to book a call with you one time before, but I chickened out, <laughs> but I kept being called back to it. That doesn't happen very often for me, but I was just like, I don't know, something about it just seemed right. And I'm so glad I finally was just stepping out of my comfort zone to just book that first call. And once I did, and I talked to you and you, you made me feel so comfortable from the beginning and that I was definitely in the right place. And I didn't know what to do with that anxiety and overwhelm. And you're like, I remember you just said your nervous system is fried. And I, I've never heard it put that way, but it was, (laughs) And you were like, I can't, you know, I can help you work with that. And I was just like, okay, let's do it (laughs) because I can't, I don't know what I'm doing right now. And obviously what I'm doing is not working. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you think about that feeling of chickening out, like, uh, because several people do that, by the way, you're not the only person, (laughs) but when you had that initial fear or of like joining or even doing the call, because maybe you might, uh, how did you overcome that fear? And what was it that you were really scared about? I think I was afraid to just admit the truth of what I was feeling. Mm-hmm. And I was scared to, I guess, like discover what, where it was coming from. <laughs> I think deep down, I knew where it was all coming from, but I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure. And I just didn't want to admit that I was not okay. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And look how the tables have turned, right? Because (laughs) yes, you listen to this podcast, hearing other women go through this program and here you are on the other side of it. And you having heard their stories helped you to have the courage to do it. Right. Exactly. That's what it was. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It was hearing women who were just like me. Yeah. Which was helpful. (laughs) Right. (laughs) None of you are alone. I promise you. (laughs) Yeah. And sometimes just acknowledging that and admitting that, yeah, this is where I'm at. This is what's Mm -hmm. happening for me and being real about something for sometimes for the first time in your life. Yeah. You're admitting that you're not perfect, that you aren't this picture of perfection and, you know, Pinterest mom or whatever it is, you know, that we all struggle in one way or another. Yes, that's exactly it. It's just, I put so much pressure on myself in so many areas of my life (laughs) for what though? I mean, I feel like I stress myself out more by doing that than I actually really stop and smell the roses and just be in the moment. And that's what I really, I think that's what I joined the most about is to learn how to be in the moment. And that's what I got the most out of it is learning how to do that. Beautiful. Okay. Well, tell me about that. What were your big wins? What were your big celebrations and how did you get there? I think the biggest win was just learning how to identify where a lot of my anxiety and overwhelm were coming from and really learning that it's all within me and it's me who can help find that and understand it. And for a lot of me, it's my, my inner child needed a lot of work and love and respect (laughs) to learn how to be okay with not having to fulfill all of the goals and the demands that I put on myself or feel like I have to put on myself, like just self-realization and compassion. I didn't have a lot of that before. 
I remember a lot of that. Just having compassion for the parts and pieces that got raised with certain stories about, you know, how you only get pleasure, or give yourself pleasure when there's, when everything's been done already and all the check boxes have been checked. And you know, there's so many stories around that. And I love having watched you gone through that process of just being able to connect with the part of you that believes those stories real deeply. I was like, no, but wait, this is true. (laughs) Being able to have compassion for your inner little girl around those things. So beautiful. Yeah. That was so helpful with that same thought is I have an easier time taking a step back and really understanding what I'm feeling in those moments. Like if I'm starting to feel overwhelmed, it's easier for me to just stop and think about it and, you know, find out why am I feeling that way and then let it move through me. Like I have an easier time moving on from the overwhelm and the anxiety. It doesn't overtake me and I don't feel it physically like I did before as intense. Like it's definitely still there, but it's not almost debilitating like it was, which is great. And tell me what were some of the greatest or the most effective practices that helped you to be able to work with the anxiety and overwhelm so they didn't feel like they were taking away from your pleasure and joy and being present? Honestly, the morning practices have been such a big help where the nervous system release (laughs) in the beginning, I didn't know what I was doing, but as I kept doing it and I'm still doing it, that's been the biggest help of just stopping and feeling, what am I feeling presently currently now? And then, okay, let's move it through. Let's move on from this. And then taking a moment to tap into my daily pleasure. Those practices were fantastic. God, there were so many that I really liked with the meditations, the real, the more grounding ones have were helpful for me as well. I remember there was one day I had had one of the most stressful phone calls I've ever had. And I being more empathic, I took on a lot of the stress that the person I was talking to, and I had never felt it through my whole entire body. Like I did that day. I just felt this weird tingling all over it. I'm like, I didn't know what to do with it. Um, but I had just gone through, um, I forget what it's called, but it was one where I went outside and just, I literally put that energy back into the earth and then drew up the good, calm energy within me. And that really helped me just take it down a lot of notches. And I was able to actually function and talk to my family the rest of the evening. (laughs) That one was one of the most powerful ones. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. That one's called the grounding grounding and balancing. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I need to do that one more often because that one I think was the most helpful and it was just in that moment too, but it's nice to even just go back out in nature. I mean, I'm very, I learned through this program also that I'm very sense oriented and more sensual and all of that, you know, just really stopping and getting into all of my five senses really helps also ground me. And it's been great because I've been able to pass that on to my kids to help them stop and all right, what do you taste? What do you smell? What do you see? You know, it's been so fun bringing that into their life too. So they can hopefully have, you know, make it easier to stop and really enjoy the moment. Mm, Yeah. That's so awesome. (laughs) I know. Um, another, I, back to the moments, the getting out of my head part, I forgot that was my other really huge win. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. I, when I started this program, I could not get out of my head for anything for, I mean, sexually or at, at all. I mean, that goes into the overwhelm and anxiety stuff too, of just overthinking every moment. I have a much easier time not being in my head, especially when I'm with my husband. Like I used to be more goal oriented and just about the big O. And then I would get frustrated because I would be almost there. And then I would get my head and think about all all the other things and then lose it. And then that was it. And I was just like, get fresh, getting frustrated with myself. Those same practices, but also the, the jade egg practice was really helpful to get out of that and feel those moments of um, pleasure again, and just enjoy what I was feeling and not have to worry about it. Right. Oh, so awesome. I know. I love hearing how you were able to get in your body finally, because your body didn't feel like this constant source of anxiety or stress again, (laughs) but it it took all that clearing and cleansing and learning how to work with the stress and anxiety. It's in the overwhelm itself before you could really feel safe to be in your body and get out of your head. Like when I originally joined, I thought I was expecting these big, huge changes and transformations at the end. Mm -hmm like in full orgasmic bliss. But I think that my inner self wasn't quite ready for all of that. I needed to learn how to work with my inner self before I could really work on those next steps of identifying who I am and what I'm feeling and learn how to just enjoy the the small pleasures, the big pleasures. I can now work more toward being more connected with my pleasure because I think I had so many blocks for so long that I didn't really know what to expect, to be honest. And then I remember one of our last calls, you pointed out that, you know, it's not always the big thing at the end, but you reminded me like, look how far you've come just from when we started. It's learning about me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, it's learning who I am and what I like and opening up those blocks that I did have. I realized that I did make big progress, just not in the outwardly way that I was expecting. I think it was a lot more internal than I was expecting. Right. Yeah. I think that's a very common expectation and sexuality work is that you can just go in and do the things and have all the orgasms you want. Right. Right. (laughs) But I think people don't really understand all the inner work that gets to go on to release the blocks in order for that to happen. Yeah. And I think what you're saying is such a great way to put it, that if you want all of the amazing bliss and ecstasy and orgasms in the world, then you do get to go in and clear the blocks and obstacles in a way and learn how to work with the overwhelm, the anxiety, the stress, the depression, the whatever it is for you, because those things absolutely are in the way of your pleasure. (laughs) Yeah. You You don't get to have anxiety and be in pleasure. Like they can't coexist. I know. And, you know, it's so funny because I had no idea how much all of this was connected. You know, I came in for one reason and realized that I'm healing my whole self. I didn't expect that. I thought I was just going to learn how to have better orgasms. (laughs) And I ended up healing so much of myself and learning how to continue to heal inside. Well, I'm curious, what were some of the results sexually? between you and your partner, because I know you definitely did have. Oh yeah, definitely. (laughs) One of the practices learning about your blueprint, your sexual blueprint 
was probably one of the most fun things that we did together because we learned, I mean, I learned more that I'm a sensual and I learned that he was also more sensual as well, which made more sense. He has a different secondary blueprint. I think he's sexual for his secondary, but that was really fun. So it's like learning what we both actually like. And, you know, we've been together forever. You think we would know that, but it was really fun exploring that. And then I definitely had a few multi-orgasms, which I was not anticipating at all. And that was fantastic. So I know I opened up more blocks for pleasure and enjoyed that a lot. We have an easier time connecting and I feel like he now has more I don't want to say patience, but maybe more understanding because he knows what I need and I am learning. I'm not great at it yet, but I'm still learning how to voice that. Like example, the other night I wasn't really into it, but I wanted to be. And I'm like, you know what? I just need a massage. Let's do, let's start with a massage. And then it ended up being a really wonderful night. That's all I needed. I just needed a little warm up. I can't just be in it all the time. But I know now that I need a lot more being that sexual blueprint that I am to get there. And that's okay. And I think he understands that now more, which is really great. Yes. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. Sometimes just having language to speak your wants and needs and desires for sex can be so game-changing because many women don't have the right language. It's only the language they get fed from the media and porn that doesn't work for them. (laughs) Right. And I think that's, you know, I had a very modest upbringing and had a very pretty strict religious background. So a lot of it also being inside my head that had a lot to play into it. And for some reason, I felt way more modest after I had children. And I have no idea why I kind of almost reverted, but it was kind of breaking down those religious blocks that I had about and around sex and sexuality and relationships. I think that played into a lot of where I was at as well. Nice. Okay. So learning how to get out of your head, learning to feel what you feel and move through the sensations and feelings and having multiple orgasms, learning who you are, healing parts of who you are, all of these. Wow. So freaking amazing. I know. It's been great. Well, tell me what feels possible for you now. Uh, so everything. <laughs> um I feel like on it may sound cheesy, but manifesting what I want and making it happen, like it actually has happened a few times, just in its small things, big things. I feel like I'm not scared. I'm just going to enjoy being what I'm with, what I'm feeling in the moment, understanding myself better. I have a lot more patience now, especially like with my kids. And if I'm losing my patience, I have an easier time identifying what, what I need in that moment. Like maybe I just need to go take a step away and have a few breaths, do a stress release cycle and then, or a stress release. And then we can come back to this and move on. I also don't feel like I have to do everything all the time. I don't feel like I, everything has to be perfect all the time. I still can get into those mindsets, but it's easier for me to just take a step back and say, you know what? I'm not going to do that. And it's going to be okay. Mm, wow that's amazing I know that was really hard for me (laughs) yes for many of us who are former perfectionist or overcoming perfectionist indeed (laughs) 
I feel like I, I also have an easier time connecting with people and not holding on to those heavy, heavy feelings. Like before I didn't know what to do with those feelings once I felt them, but now I feel like I can hear them, but I have an easier time moving on from those feelings, like work with it in the moment. And then I don't have to hold on to other people's stresses as long as I was before. Beautiful. And I'm curious, what was your favorite part of the program? The community. (laughs) Knowing that I'm not alone. I loved hearing the other women in the group with me and also like the accountability sisters that those were just so helpful. I felt completely supported every on everything, especially because for all the traditionally like taboo thoughts that we were talking about, it was nice to know that, oh my God, somebody else feels that way too. (laughs) It's so great. The the women were just great. I mean, I definitely still talk to a, a handful of them and it's really, I love it. I hope that we always will. It was crazy because it felt like I knew them forever and then And I had never met them. It was just unreal to me. That's so awesome. Ancient feminine wisdom and connection still lives in our bones. And it's interesting when y'all all come together in this program, it's like you remember it. Yeah. It's been so helpful. I'm talking to two ladies regularly and I did, I don't know how much I needed until after I finished those phone calls. And I'm like, huh. Dang, I guess I really did need that this morning. <laughs> Just nice, gentle reminders of where I'm at and what's going on. And it's okay to feel what I'm feeling and... It's just so supportive. The other thing is just learning how to connect with myself was probably one of my favorite. I mean, overall, it, it's been so great. I love hearing that. Yay. <laughs> I didn't know that's what I needed, but it is, you know, it's, it sounds so simple, but it's so powerful. <laughs> yep. So beautiful to know who you are deep in your bones, not the superficial, oh, I'm a mom with two kids and this is my job. You know, like it's a completely different level of knowing thyself, you know? Yeah, definitely. And listening. I think I just didn't listen to myself at all, ever. I didn't know how. I mean, it would be in there, but I would just overpower it with all the shame and the guilt and the the goals and the every, just everything else was overpowered all of that. And I wasn't able to hear what I actually needed. Oh, well, such a wonderful lesson to be able to learn to trust yourself and to hear what it is your own inner intuition and guidance system is trying to share with you. I think that society has done a great job at trying to suppress people from being connected to their inner truth and remembering all that you've, you've begun to remember about yourself. And this is part of the awakening, right? <laughs> that we reconnect to our nature and our inner wisdom because there's so much there for us, for our benefit. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then the group calls were also my next favorite. It kind of ties into the whole community thing, but the weekly calls with everybody was really great. And it was nice to hear feedback as well and just advice. And it was just helpful because, you know, I'm my own worst critic, but the other people and you, like you see through or you under, you're really listening and you're really hearing what, what I'm saying, even if I don't know what I'm trying to say, but that was really helpful to just hear it from somebody, an outsider's perspective of what you think is going on and just hearing it from an outside source is really helpful. Yeah. Awesome. 
All right, my love. Well, tell us, who do you think should join this program? If there's people out there listening that did the same things you did, that booked the call and then chickened out or that have gone to the website 500 times and never actually booked the call, (laughs) what would you tell them? Yes. Oh my God. Just do it. It's so helpful. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad I said yes. And don't wait until you're too far into whatever you're feeling. Like, I wish I would have said it sooner and just don't be scared. (laughs) Tilly makes you feel comfortable from the moment you jump on with her. And I knew like just immediately from the hello, I was like, yeah, this feels right. (laughs) Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing and for being on the reverse side here. being the one to give the story um, as you have received them. So beautiful. Such a gift of giving and receiving. I know, really. Thank you, my love. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Tilly. Chances are, if you hear my voice right now, you might be a woman who struggles with lack of libido or desire, doesn't find sex that fulfilling or satisfying, or that's so busy and in your head that it's really challenging to drop in and actually enjoy sex when it happens. Yes, this podcast is here to help you with that. In each episode, I will be sharing everything I know to help you experience more pleasure in your sex life. But let's face it, simply obtaining more information isn't going to change anything about your sex life. The thing is, being a high achieving mom who's already in her head a lot and is strapped for time and energy, more information is not what you need, sweetheart. Alternatively, Learning to rewire your body and your brain so you can get out of your head, be in your body, and enjoy yourself is required. If you're really serious and committed to doing the embodiment practices, the somatic and the nervous system reprogramming, so you can experience epic sex in the bedroom and beyond, then I invite you to consider my Centrally Embodied Woman program. This is my signature program to teach and to coach high-achieving moms like you. And it's how over 70 women have experienced a massive increase in their sexual desire and pleasure in the bedroom and beyond in less than four months. Through the program, you'll get deep, intimate coaching from me for 16 weeks, where I'll be able to personally guide you through your specific sex life and relationship struggles. And you'll also instantly join a sisterhood of other high-level women going through the same things to support you on the journey. On top of that, in addition to all of the coaching, the community, the accountability, the teachings, and the audio-guided embodiment practices and meditations, when you join the Centrally Embodied Woman program, you'll get lifetime access to our member library with new bonus content that we're continually adding in. And by the way, the program does help you to become a multi-orgasmic mama too. So yes, you can rely on just the information I share with you here. And yes, you may get the pleasure education you never got growing up. You may grow the ovaries enough to break the ice with your partner and have a meaningful conversation about your sex life, or you could take the shortcut and get the support you're going to need right off the bat. So if you're ready to commit to doing what it takes to have epic sex and pleasure in the next four months, then click the link in the show notes and fill out an application for the Centrally Embodied Woman program, and you'll be on your way to joining my magical world of multi-orgasmic motherhood and fast-tracking your journey to a thriving sex life and relationship today. Once again, hit the link in the show notes to apply for the Centrally Embodied Woman, and I'll see you there in the program.